Yo, how's it going? Feeling better, feeling back. We're back at it. Another week, late recording. It's just how it's going to be. I think they're... So, so I know that the Spotify episodes come out on Monday, basically, because of how late I record them. So, yeah. So, we'll, uh, we're still a Sunday podcast. We'll get back into it. Um, I saw, I, I, like, this was my last day today at my second job. So, I'll be able to record in the afternoons now uh, and get everything up. And also, another disappointment. Um, I've had to postpone the uh, office episode with the first guest. We're moving that to next week. And um, I'm not going to explain it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, basically it's, it's, it's just been busy and, um, I got, I got sick and, um, like very sick. Like I haven't been that, and that's actually the title of the episode. So you'll probably, you'll, this will be the main feature we'll talk about, but, um, it's crazy. It, it like, I got really sick and then, um, and then I, I was talking to Courtney, who's, who's going to be our resident office expert and and she was busy and it's cool because i asked her like a couple days before and uh we'll we'll get it we'll get it sorted uh but yeah so we'll um we'll see how that goes well what i'm thinking is um we'll record the full hour talking to each other and just um that'll be cool but uh if we find that an hour on the one topic is a little hard and because this is like very free flow very not like not a script, you know, um, if it ends up being difficult, we'll, uh, we'll split up to half an hour, half an hour, whatever it is. Uh, you can let me know, uh, give some feedback, throw it at, at the underscore real underscore ta on Twitter and, uh, tweet at me and let me know how I'm doing. And, uh, that's, that's the official, that's the official social media. Nice. Um, so Let's get into let's get into health, okay? And actually, I'm just gonna say, being sick, right? Shit, I can't even spell sick. So I'm gonna do my the my regular define sick Google search, so we can figure out what we're gonna be talking about today. <clears throat> um, so sick is referring to being affected by physical or mental illness. Uh, feeling nauseous and wanting to vomit. <clears throat> and if you're British, it means to vomit. You know, it's like a noun. And, uh, yeah, okay. But, <clears throat> basically, I was sick. And I haven't, I haven't been sick in a long time, I don't think. And, and the way that the sickness hit me was, uh, with the quickness, actually. And... I think be- in one of the one of the worst things about me as a person is that I don't like to admit how bad things are until it's worse. <laughs> and uh that that's what happened with this. Is it started and I was like in a little pain, but I was like, gotta go work, gotta go do midterms and stuff like that. So and we, we just talked about stress, right? Like you feel in the stress, you gotta do your work. And um I did it right, so I, I I like went you know went through it, and then basically got to Tuesday was like I'm gonna die, right? Like I started getting fevers, started getting like all the 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 sick things. Um, went in, 
doctor's like, all right, looks like you just got an ear infection. Chill. We'll give you an antibiotic ear eardrop thingy. Um, she's like, I'm going to give you a strong one so you can, you know, get back to your midterms and stuff. And like I had a lab the next day, not to mention a lab to finish writing that day. And um, yeah, I was excited. about. It. I was like, OK, I'm going to get better quickly. And this will be a quick two to three day of excruciating pain and then boom i'm back on my feet ready to go you know because because when you're in university you're really like an athlete like you're working um you're working hard you're training your brain and and i'll tell you the hardest lab report i've had to write was when i was sick it took me literally three days to write a report that usually takes me a day, maybe, maybe a couple hours. I was working on that for 10 to like eight to 10 hours at a time for like three days. And that wasn't the only thing I had that week. I had, I had a midterm and, uh, like I had like a tutorial lab quiz and I had like, I had a bunch of other shit in school. That's like, that's like me playing one basketball game for three days and, and get losing. And, um, the, the thing is, is that I missed all the other games. And so, so I went in Tuesday. I was like, okay, it's going to be good. Oh, woke up Wednesday. Absolute shit. That medicine did negative work. I think I got more sick after I took the medicine. And I know it happens sometimes with the symptoms, but this was, this was bad. I, I had like a, had a crazy fever, was in bed all day and basically got nothing done. Cause whenever I'd like try to get up and sit at my desk and, you know, try to do some work, it wouldn't work. It didn't, it didn't work. And then, so basically Thursday came around, I'm like Thursday morning, I have a midterm today. I have to go to the doctor and get a doctor's note because I haven't studied because I haven't been able to finish because of this lab, which also, by the way, Wednesday with the fever and the not like, you know, with not being able to eat and feeling like shit. I went and wrote a lab for in like, so I went and and, like did data collection for lab that I'm working on right now. But like I did that part on Wednesday while I was like in the height of this fever and shit. And, and so Thursday came around, I I got the stick note. I like, I went to, doctor early in the morning also by the way got there right at the open thinking bruh i skipped every line possible i'm gonna be in and out in 20 minutes forgot my health card (laughs) so so you know being sick you know it hurts right you go walk back you walk back and then you're there and then you're like you know here's a health card boom done sit down and i ended up being there for like two hours first time i went to doctors four hours four hours hours in a waiting room four hours four hours i got bored of instagram i got bored of reading my book i brought instagram i brought my phones both of them and my and my book and i still got bored and um and if you if you remember last week i i didn't want to not do a podcast like i had to take a legit break to like actually go heal my throat a little bit because i was i was really feeling it bad last week and um so i apologize for the audio there but point is is that 
it sucks. Okay. I get, okay. Anyway, regardless, I'm patient with these guys because I know I know it's not any of their faults. I know that they're just doing their jobs and they're all busy. And I see the amount of people in there, so I know it's busy. So it's fine. I didn't I didn't go and complain to someone. I was just frustrated because you know, as as you, you're just waiting there, you're wasting all your life there, right? And um, you know, it's a waiting room for a reason. But <sighs> point is, Tuesday or Thursday was a lot better. Got in there two hours, came out, and, um, yeah, so I, like, I basically, like, came out, trying to stay positive the whole time, went down, got my medicine, went home, and basically laid in bed for, like, two days. What, Thursday was pretty bad. I had a, I had a very high fever that day, and was, uh, but the medicine, the medicine they gave me now works, and it's, it's some crazy shit. It's it's legit the craziest shit I've ever had to take because this medicine straight up takes away all your symptoms. Like when my medicine start, like when I when I start feeling the end, I know it's the end of my dose because I go back to starting to feel achy and like my head starts hurting and I get the pressure build up again and all the, all those symptoms. It is a symptom killer gone. And that, and, and, and I think that's cool though. Like, cause I, like, I, you know, you feel, you feel the effect of it and you kind of like, Oh, this is nice. But, uh, I've been feeling a lot better. And, um, yeah, so I've been just trying to take the medicine. It's, it's a ridiculous amount too. I've never had to take a medicine four times a day. Um, so I thought that was pretty crazy, but yeah, so, so I got, I got super sick. And basically when I like, what had, what had happened is I had an ear infection that spread through my throat that spread to my stomach. And I was like the, the general, it's more complicated than that, but like basically that, and I was having a day of like not being able to eat stuff and like throwing up a little bit. And it's, it's never, it's never good. And, and I hate, hate throwing up because, uh, I, I basically scratch, you scratch up your throat every, every time you throw up. Cause you know, it's just the velocity. I don't know. It's gross. That's, that's terrible. I'm going to throw up right now. Um, so, so, so that was my week. And, and what, what I learned from the week was the importance of really taking care of yourself because honestly, I'll tell you right now, if you don't take care of yourself, it's not even worth it. Like, I'll tell you right now, it is not even worth it. If you do not take care of yourself, everything else falls apart. And and I saw that happen because I wasn't able to study, wasn't able to do my assignments, wasn't able to do my labs. Um, and I missed stuff. And, you know, missing, missing things, like I missed a, I missed a big, like, work team meeting thing. And, and I wanted to be a part of that. Like, I was excited. But the other thing I learned is also, like, take care of your health. And and when it comes down to it, because I was, like, trying to get back on my feet a couple times throughout the week. And uh, it, it really didn't end up panning out. I, I'm feeling, like, a lot better now. And, and I think I can do most things now. But, like, then it was just rough. And it, it just, like, my, my whole apartment's still a mess. But, like it was even more of a mess because everything was just like, I was not care. Like my, I still have to do laundry. I have like three, three to four loads of laundry. 
uh, I was like wearing clothes and then not like going to do laundry because I missed my laundry day because I was sick and all of these things. It's like stuff you got to do and studying. You got to do it. And like now I have this midterm, which I don't know what I'm going to write. So that's that's another thing. Um, but yeah, and and that's 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 life. It's um, it sucks. I I don't like being sick, and I don't think anyone does. But the thought of being sick, the thought of having people care for you, the po- thought of being like, I don't know, the thought of like like being sick sounds cool because you're like, ah, oh, I get to you know drink soup, and then you then you like get sick. I was always that kid. I was always that kid who was like, it'd be so cool if I broke my arm, broke my leg, and then people would like sign my cast. Right. And, and you know, I, I like, I'm not going to say I did it on purpose cause I didn't, but then I did break my arm and I did break my leg and like all the different bones that I broke and whatever. And, and then when people wanted to sign it, like it was cool, but it wasn't, you were in pain. Like it wasn't, you know, it was one of those things that you thought was so cool, um, but it's n- really not. And and I and I have that realization every time I get sick because I'm like, eh, you know, being sick wouldn't be too bad. I get to miss an exam. But now I'm thinking about it, like, you know, I got sick. It was terrible. I didn't enjoy that time being sick. And now I got to go write a midterm at a different point when uh, I could be doing other shit, right? Like it's it's not a it's not a win win. Is what I mean. And, yeah, so so that's that's what I gotta say about that. The other thing is that this semester for school has gone so incredibly fast. The fact that we're already near my birthday reminds me of this point last year, which seems like literally a semester ago. Which which is like like I mean like it literally seems like it wasn't that far along ago. It has almost been a year since last year in this time. And and that that like it's like time is like really like screwed up in my head for that reason. But regardless, um I'm looking forward to my job over the summer and I'm looking forward to all that stuff. And it, and it's it's fun, you know? It, it's going to be it's going to be good. And I'm excited uh about what I've done this year and I'm excited about what I'm going to do and I'm excited about working in in the new year and like getting a job and um all that stuff. It's exciting times. Like um hoping I keep my scholarship and all that. But like you know you start thinking about all this academic stuff and, and it's it's crunch time now. Um I don't have a free week any anymore until like literally the last week and where I'm just going to be grinding out for exams and stuff like like usual, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I was always like, I was always very like prone to getting sick when I was little. I remember I used to, cause I, I used to get my allergy, um, cause I'm allergic to egg. And, uh, what happens is when I, when I take egg, even when I was a little kid, kind of almost, I'd like throw up and get hives and rashes and stuff all over my body and stuff. And that was annoying. And people thought it was really cool because uh, almost every time that happened, um, my mom would like usually come grab me and take me home or like, 
I think that used to happen when I was little, but then as I got older, it happened so often that like it wasn't a big deal. Like they just tell me to like shake it off and go back. And I and I got good at like being able to throw up and then re- regain my con- composure and then be able to like go back in a classroom. So that was cool. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, but yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, but this has definitely been the sickest I've been ever. And um I don't know. Okay, so thing that scared me and this is so stupid, but I was listening to this podcast as I do, because that's that's what I do. You know, I record the podcast, I listen to them. You know? And uh so I've been listening to this podcast and it's um it's called The End of the World. And basically this guy I don't remember he's thing. It's like Josh something. He goes over like I totally just named a white name. Uh, that's just named the first white name I can think of. Um, but, hold on, this is gonna bug me. Um, uh, sorry, I need to look this up. Oh, it is Josh. It's Josh Clark. Okay, basically, so the podcast by Josh Clark, End of the World, and. He talks about different ways we could uh, bring our own end and, you know, natural causes and like existential existential risk, risk, risk. Okay. And and the cool thing is that I I got sick around the time that I was listening to the bio, like the biological, like, you know, the biohazard one with like, um, like getting infected and dying with like some crazy disease that got released from a lab, which is also, by the way, probably the scariest way to go because that, that would not even be fun. Um, and like not be cool. It's not zombie apocalypse where you get to like, you know, kick the king. It's not, none of that. It's just dead. It's just painful, slow death. But basically I was listening to that at the same time I got sick. Around that, like I was listening to the series at the time I was getting, uh, around the time I was getting sick. And here's the thing is I thought it was placebo. I thought like maybe I'd heard something and I, and I always try to test myself for this shit, but, um, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard. You, you like, you know, you're like, um, how do I know if this is placebo or not? How do I know if what I'm feeling is a fake feeling that I my brain is convinced is real, which isn't real. And and this th- this whole concept of placebo has been tested a million times, and um, I've tested it with like coffee experiments and stuff like that. With um, we in high school, I didn't. I like we had this experiment where we took um, it was, it was a coffee experiment in in like grade twelve or something, and um. We took in we took a cup of coffee that had um that was from Starbucks and we took a regular cup of coffee that I made out of like the brewing container and then we uh told the people um like what cup was uh we basically reversed them to the to the people so we told them that the Starbucks was the 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 you know the the scooping brand and the scooping brand was the Starbucks and people believed it like this one tastes so much like Starbucks. I get this every day and people believe that stuff. And then so, so placebo is real. It's been tested in a million different experiments and different like, uh, 
and and probably even more like on a medical basis. Um, and I don't know what it's like. Is it? I don't. It might not be placebo. Placebo is like curing. It might be like phantom syndromes because of something. So that's what I thought was happening. I was like, I'm just getting sick phantomly because of the uh, because of this podcast and what I'm listening to and, and the effects that this biological disease can have. And I'm like, that's dumb, right? And so like, that's also why I don't like to go to the doctor right away because I'm like, I got to make my brain stronger. Um, and I don't want to go to the doctor and get embarrassed and be like, oh, you're just stupid. Um, but yeah, so I was genuinely sick though. So, so that was, um, that was a trip. Um, but yeah, no, so I think about these things, about like, about things being fake and, um, your brain believing them. Or like, if you think that you have an apple in your hand and you genuinely believe it with your heart that you have an apple in your hand, your brain will show you an apple in your hand. Like those concepts of like, that like your brain is that fragile and so like susceptible is amazing because I feel like that is going to be exploited so much and could be exploited. Um, but like we're, you know, we're paranoid, so we won't let that happen. That's why, that's why like people think about this stuff. It's interesting. Um, and, and I've been doing a lot of like this interesting thought provoking, like thinking, um, Especially because I've been I've been like taking the work like going to the bus and going to work on the bus a lot. Not not as so much this week because it was I I pretty much took the whole the whole weekend off. But yeah, I like you know like when you're going to work and you and you have those time on the bus to just like sit there and it's better to just listen to something, kind of close your eyes and wait till you stop. Those podcasts are where it comes in for me because they like get me thinking about stuff. And, um, yeah, so, so, so I, I just thought it was funny because I'm like, oh, I got the latest strain of this deadly virus from the laboratory. And, um, and then I'm like looking around, I'm like, oh, I'm killing people because I'm infecting them. Uh, and it doesn't help that I've been, um, I've been watching, uh, the, uh, you know, those Dan Brown books, the, uh, angels and demons da vinci code and all this so like those movies in in inferno i've been i've been watching them and uh inferno is about like that whole killing half the population of the earth kind of thing to like you know overpopulation is the problem like that whole that's a whole storyline pretty much um wow shit i spoiled that uh <laughs> no i didn't really spoil that's kind of Eh, maybe I spoiled. But point is that's kinda like the, the base of the movie. So so you know, like um I like I like the whole the whole thinking about those kind of things is kinda interesting. And um yeah, so I, I definitely like all those sick themes from all the things I've been reading and listening to about like this makes you sick, this makes you that <coughs> been taking it been taking it more to heart than usual. Um, but yeah, no, that's cool. Um, what else happened? Oh, R. Kelly had that freaking interview where he like was like jumping around and, um, 
I just don't get it, you know? Like, I, I don't get how he's not in jail. How? And, and it sucks because I'm thinking about this and I'm like, I'm like, just because you got money, you can protect yourself, man. You really can. And, and anyone who says that's not the case, that's bullshit. It's legit how things work. If you have money, you can keep yourself out of jail. You can keep yourself out of prison. You can keep yourself out of trouble if you have money. And, and so, so let me break it down here because, uh, I I do want to talk about this and I I find it really interesting because, uh, the university where we work at, we don't do cash fines on residents for like offenses. We do these things called like learning moments or learning connections. And, And the basic premise behind the, the idea of a learning thing is, is to, to have a learning moment with an individual where they're able to come to their conclusions. And if they're not able to do that, that they go through a series of like, um, they go through a series of rehabilitative steps. So like, let's say the first person interacts with them, maybe like the security guard or like, let's say myself, I'm going to try to like have a learning moment with them. If it doesn't happen, cool. That's fine. We'll just document that, you know, we had this unsuccessful learning moment. Then someone, another individual, more trained, more geared towards a formal environment, they'll get called in, right? Like that, it'll be more like, hey, let's have a learning moment. Let's, let's try to figure this out. And um, then they'll like, you know, get, you know, if that doesn't work, unsuccessful learning, it gets documented, then it goes to someone else higher. And then, and then higher and higher until a point where, um, you have like this, this varying chain of like, um, so you have a lot of residence fellows, which are, which are us or, or RAs or whatever. And we offer the first line of learning moments. Then, the, then you have a couple of those, uh, people who are above us in terms of more trained and more handle, more capable of handling those learning moments with the, with the tougher individuals. Okay, you get them. And then if beyond that, then there's like, I think there's like a peer conduct board. There's, there's so many. And then, you know, eventually you talk about taking away privileges and, um, you know, you start, you start implementing actions and along the way, depending on the, the behavior of the person and, how, and, and I think for a lot of nonviolent crimes where like, I feel like a lot of nonviolent crimes need to take a more rehabilitative look. And I think, I think in general, I think a lot of things need to take a more rehabilitative look at like how we deal with um, inmates and stuff. And um, I, I think the money, the money way of handling thing is not okay. It, it, um, it doesn't work. And I, and I like the whole tiered system of like, okay, well, mo- let's say 5% of all people will get rehabilitated successfully by the first level. And the 90, 95% will go on to the next level. And this level smaller because they need, you know, more specialized education 
to like rehabilitate, okay, maybe 50% of those people. So now uh, you have 40, 40, like 40, uh, 47.5% of people that are left now. And then um, let's say the third tier takes care of um, the like, I don't know. Like, but like, you know, you, you keep going down those tiers and you get more and more people and then eventually you get to a point where you're like, man, come on. Right. Let's take this rehabilitative look. And I think that people will see a lot of advantages. You'll get, you'll get people at different levels of training. You'll get a lot of different employees, a lot of different opportunities for people to work at different skill levels to excel for, People who are, it's it's a good way to go about uh, doing this with with the with the I, like with the rehabilitative humanistic view on things that we need to give people a chance to like um, make it like we need and and if this guy's bullshitting this one person then he'll go to the next person the next person will. Uh, implement some some privileges getting taken away and, and stuff like that. It's like it's so much more like thought, like crime focused, human focused on like what this individual did wrong and how we're gonna address that versus let's just take this guy's money, right? Like, ah, uh, it's just frustrating because because this is what happens is is the best people hire the best lawyers, which is fine. And like the, not the best people, the, 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 the rich people hire good lawyers to get them out of situations. Poor people can't afford lawyers, can't sue people. They can't get the representation they need. And that, that creates more unjustness and, um, more chances for someone to flex their power. And I, I think it would, it would definitely, you know, it would definitely level up the, playing field and uh i think you know carlton resonance um has done it to a certain extent and there's definitely flaws in the system there aren't there's no system that's perfect but um i definitely agree with the way that they do stuff uh versus like okay uh r kelly uh you you do this no uh, you got you got ten thousand dollars. You got a hundred thousand dollars. You got a million dollars. Yeah, all right, you can go. Right, <laughs> you just you you can go. You can leave. What do you mean? What do what do you mean? Ah, fuck. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna go get some water. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Part two of uh oh, it's the same episode we're back and <laughs> it's dumb well, why did i say that why did... shit <laughs> should i restart this no we'll keep going um but yeah so so excuse me i might i might be doing this every episode to like get a glass of water in the middle it just helps because your throat does get really dry just talking and um yeah, uh, we're back though, and uh, we'll uh, we we're talking about R. Kelly before the break, and um, basically, basically, I think that he just needs to stop. 
I know he wants to be. I know he wants to tell everyone he's going to have his fans that believe him. And I know he's going to do that. And I know no one's. There's never going to be a hundred percent consensus on this shit. But just stop. You you hurt people's lives. You have people who you know who you harmed, and you did some illegal shit. Own up to it. Be a man and just move forward. Go to jail. Do your time. You did the crime. You do the time. That's how it works. Um, well, let's move on to something later. I, I went to see Cat Marvel with the girlfriend. And it was um, it was amazing. I honestly think it was good. I, I, I don't want to say amazing. I, I think it was good. And the reason why I think it was good is because Captain Marvel really was, for me, it was, it was the stepping stone to provide this character that we're going to be seeing to provide some background. And that's what I wanted. And, uh, and it was that. It was that. 100% it was. Um, I'm not going to say it wasn't because it was that it was a, it was a stepping stone. It provided backstory. It was well-directed. There was good acting. It was, you know, it kept you watching, kept you excited. It had comedy. Um, it was good. And, um, <clears throat> I just think that it was, um, <sighs> I think that as a movie, it was good. I, I, I just, I don't have any complaints about the movie. I thought it was amazing. I thought it had the Marvel touch on it. Uh, I loved the little tribute they did to uh, Stan Lee twice. And, uh, well, well, one was his, like, cameo, and then one was his, uh, um, was his tribute. And uh, if you haven't seen it, you should, you should go see it. Um, definitely, it was amazing. It was, it was an amazing movie. Uh, it really hit the spot for me because... Um, I think I'm at the point now with, with the Marvel franchise where um, I trust the the people who are in place to provide me with content because the end of the day, I'm very much in their hands in terms of what they're going to provide to us. And I feel like as someone who's been a fan since Iron Man 1, since, you know, The Incredible Hulk, since those first movies and that whole series got started since being a fan and watching all the movies and um, being huge on that. It's amazing to see that I really trust those people because they have made those movies and I trust they will continue to. And um, yeah, I, I honestly, honestly, I'll tell you right now, this movie is coming out a month before one of the biggest movies of 2019, hands down. And that is before it is, it is even released. A lot of the biggest movies of the year, you don't know it's going to be the biggest movie of the year until you get there and people watch it and it gets a good review. That was Black Panther, right? And Black Panther turned out really amazing. It was like the highest grossing superhero movie of all time. And... Yeah, no, I, I thought I thought that Brie Larson was good. I thought that Samuel Jackson, I love 
How do they even make him look young? Uh, okay, I don't want to talk too much about the specifics of the movie because I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, it is. It opened this week, so I don't. I don't feel like that's appropriate. Um, but yeah, no, it was. It was phenomenally done, and I, I think that anyone who likes Marvel should see it. I. But I do want to talk about. <clears throat> I do want to talk about people's uh, negative reviews, and. Um, you know, honestly, this first review is amazing. The best, yeah, this title is good. The best, no. Enjoyable and ties nicely into the MCU? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Um, so, so my, when I, when I first heard about, uh, the movie, I was really excited because, uh, it was going to be the first time that they were going to bring a full female lead, a full, like, I'm not talking like Black Black Widow isn't a female lead. I mean like a lead character. Lead characters right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. um, Iron Man, Thor, Steve Rogers. That's it. And even uh, even Thor, honestly, isn't that huge. He is big. um, And he's elevated because of all the movies he's done. And uh, Chris Hemsworth is in a phenomenal Thor. And he has shown such amazing character development. Um, but I think that the three the, the three main guys are those guys. And, and, the, and the reason they are is because they have these years to build up their storyline and interject them and build them up as these phenomenal characters. And that's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, I'm excited to, to see where, where this thing goes and with everything. Uh it's just, I'm just frustrated with all the, all the negative reviews. Um, and, and see, the thing is, is the reason why the negative reviews are, are annoying me is because people are not really reviewing the movie. And like a lot of the reviews are about Brie Larson. And the reason why the reviews are about Brie Larson is because, um, Basically, she she said the story is is that she had this she said this comment where she was like, "I'd rather I I noticed that most of the people I've been interviewing with because she got a lot of interviews for Captain Marvel. Of course, it's a big Marvel movie. They're they're going to get a lot of interviews, daytime television, promote it here, promote it there. She got a lot of interviews with white males, right? A lot of the the the." anchors for a lot of these tv sh- you know, newscasts and like all those talk shows they are white males so she said that she had gone out of the way to cancel a lot of those appointments and fill them in with a, div- a diverse group so that she could give more people the chance to cover it and honestly it was it was well done i think the i think that it was fine i don't think she needed to publicize it <laughs> Because it gives the um, the uh, the internet because because I'm not getting against trolls of the internet. The internet is a troll. The internet will take everything you say, take it out of context, flip it upside down, make you the villain, and then throw and spit it right back in your face. And that's what she did. That's what she did. She said it on the internet. She allowed the internet to to process it and chew it and spit it back in her face. And then she acted surprised about it. And uh, I don't think that's fair.
I think that's her problem. <clears throat> I don't think that she should have said those things. I think it's fine if you do that behind the scenes. Um, I don't think you need to point that out, though. I I do think that uh, she did amazing things for women in terms of uh, superhero movies. Cat Marvel is one of the strongest characters in the Marvel universe, and she is she plays it furiously with a lot of courage, with a lot of like a lot of you know like a lot of like ability and a lot of faith in herself and a lot of like the strong usually previously wrongfully associated with just males the you know the courage and the bravery to the the wit you know like all those things all the commonly uh wrongfully uh, you know tagged on to men uh and she takes those and and she does it um she does it phenomenally and i thought the jokes landed um i thought that um all the characters were well done uh, I definitely think that I agree with some people saying that um, it took a while for a lot of other characters to make it into an ensemble movie. Uh, but I do think that with the pace that the Marvel Universe is going at, um, and, I, and, I, and I learned this, like I, I initially was thinking, no, she should take a couple movies, like she should have a solo movie, then a movie where she's featured, you know, as a secondary character before she's in a big ensemble movie as a main character, as a lead, because she's very powerful and definitely can play that. Um, but but I realize that things are pacing up for Marvel and, and uh, Endgame is definitely something that if they've been writing... Uh, for a while then they've they've known that they need to introduce this character and they need to do it in this time and um i think she'll do fine i i think she'll do fine i trust in the russo brothers and i trust in uh, marvel as a company and disney and like i trust that whole team of people to lead that franchise in the right way and the reason why i'm taking this extended marvel dive is because uh it's it's just really like grounded me going to see that movie because I've been waiting for uh, Captain Marvel and Endgame for a very long time. And if you talk to anyone, you've seen like like I've been addicted to watching the conspiracy videos and and it's just amazing to see how off and wrong everyone was about what the movie was going to be about and um, to see the comic books that you know you read come to life and uh, it's really phenomenal. And I think that's what that's what it's all about ultimately. That's why the franchise does well. They stick well to their true, like they stick true to their roots, and they and they do these amazing things, and it, and it's good. Definitely should go see it. Um, and uh, Nick Fury was well done. Phil Coulson was well done. Everyone, dude. Shit, the whole that whole movie, and then the little teaser at the end. You, know, you, you so you should stay for any post credit scenes. But uh, <coughs> oh, amazing. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got for Captain Marvel. She, this is a really good movie, and I and I don't think that uh, um, I don't think that I don't think that people are giving it enough credit, and I think that people are also getting to the point. Um, I I also think that people need to like 
start stop reading reviews and start like experiencing things for themselves and stop writing about the care Brie Larson's behavior outside of the movie has nothing to do with how she acted in the movie because when you see that you'll be you'll be you'll be surprised this is a good movie and um I definitely think that a lot of people um agree that it was a good movie not it wasn't wasn't the best movie it wasn't the iron man one tugging in your stomach feeling of movie but it was like an iron man 2 an iron man 3 you know they had it had its wrongdoings and and things that were done and criticisms were necessary but i also think that it's not fair to to write off the whole movie for small little criticisms that are um hard they're hard to they're hard to get over these these, a lot of these things are how fans are going to take things and um the other thing is that people just projected their hate of Brie Larson onto their reviews that's why the movie's not doing too well and run tomatoes and all this stuff in terms of like Marvel movie and the expectations but honestly Endgame's around the corner uh it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing uh it's gonna I'm predicting that it's going to be either one of the blockbusters of the years or one of the movies that loses out ju- by just a hair on, uh, on as a blockbuster. And I know the, the movie comes out on the day of my last exam, and I believe that I want to go see it that day after my exam. And I'm very excited. Uh, and this is... It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so excited. Uh, and, and I'm counting down days. Uh, it's good, you know, and, and I'm excited about, about like, you know, going to see with my friends and that's, that's what you want. That's what you want from a movie series. I don't think any movie series in history has done that for me or like, I've been super excited. I think besides Fast and Furious, besides Fast and Furious and, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been those two, um, two series that I would like get excited really genuinely excited to go see a movie in um in theaters and to experience that and uh yeah no that was that was good um what else was like uh what else was what else happened um I was reading this thing about how like um there was some treaty Treaty with U.S. and right. I I want to see. Uh, like I'm looking at the. Um. Oh, it was the the nuclear the intermediate range, uh, nuclear. Okay, so basically, what happened? I was reading about this. So there's uh, these things called intermediate range nuclear uh like nuclear forces and it's inf for short which is like the short like the acronym but basically these missiles are able to like be set up and they're and they're they're banned right under treaty and basically the point is is that they're not really a defensive mechanism really they're more of a offensive missile that has very little time for a country to react if a missile 
of this kind was to come towards them. And there was a treaty that was signed a long time ago to um, stop this, basically, during the Cold War. And uh, it worked, right? Like, it, it happened. And um, <coughs> basically, Russia recently started testing some intermediate-range nuclear missiles. And America told them to seize, to, to seize operations, and that they wanted to send inspectors on the ground to inspect it, and that they would allow for Russian inspectors to come on American soil and let's de-escalate. Let's get this good. You know, we, we just kind of de-escalated with North Korea and all that stuff. So, <coughs> so like, let's, you know, let's get this all handled up. And, and I, and I agree with that, that. I think the diplomatic approach would have been amazing. Um, but basically, Basically, Trump and his government broke the treaty. They, they basically were like, you violated the treaty uh, and, you know, boom, boom. Like, without really even looking into the diplomatic options, without looking into, like, let's go do these, let's do the preliminary um, diplomatic options of, like, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to take our time and really like, let's negotiate and figure out how to do this. And <coughs> Russia drew out, like they, they both withdrew from the treaty. And, uh, it's like, uh, we might have launched the next, uh, nuclear arms race. It's so it's sad. Um, because, um, as an individual who was born in like the 1990, 1999, I never saw the cold war and I never saw the, um, and I never got to feel the, the climate that, that probably existed in, in the countries that, um, in the world really that like at any moment, everything could end. And I, and I do, I like, we do think about that now, but it's the cold war has been going on for so long that you, you know, it's a cold war. You don't, it, it eventually the the effect becomes something a part of uh, something uh normal something not like you know something not real and the th like threats become oh okay you, you know you threaten someone for a hundred years by the hundredth year first year they're terrified right i'm going to wipe you out of existence first year you're terrified but by the hundredth year you're thinking, they're really going to do it? No. No, they're not going to do it. Well, like, what, what, what purpose do they have? For and, uh, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I, I, like, was thinking about that a lot. And um, I thought it was interesting because we kind of grew up in this, like, de-escalating state. And we never got to experience, like, the true escalated nuclear tensions and, uh, like, I was very young when 9-11 happened and the, the after, I, like, you know, I still feel the racism and, and things that are as a result of that. But, like, um, we don't feel it to the extent I'd say my parents and maybe my older siblings and stuff feel those uh, or felt those. Um, I think also for me with, uh, with my accent and uh, with, uh, what do you call um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not, 
I don't feel like I'm uh, as susceptible to those things. Uh, but yeah, so so the uh, it was interesting. I I, I definitely uh, also think that it'll be interesting if we ever live in a world where uh, they're they're just like imagine a world where nuclear weapons are banned, dismantled, destroyed, like like. Actually, like I'm not even talking like hidden underground secret warehouse in, uh, you know, like some some shit. I, don't, I mean, like literally banned, like literally you could like be executed for owning them or something like, you know. That would be it would be such a I feel like the I don't know what that would feel like. Um, and I and I hope that I hope the world works for its peace and um, we could all. You know, I'll share the world and, uh, you know, uh, really create an environment to propel the human race forward, not, uh, uh, downward. Um, yeah, so, so that, that's the, uh, that's the thought, by the way, that's been listening to a lot of podcasts about science and technology. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just given me a wave of motivation. That's why this, this, this isn't a very joking podcast. I also feel like uh, not that jokey after coming off the uh, the cold and stuff, but uh, it's definitely interesting. But I, I encourage everyone to like keep up to date with like or like sort of like I don't I don't actively go and read the news every five seconds, but I do try to like listen to some stories and like find. I found some content creators that really curate stuff in in a nice casual way for me. And for me, that's like, I, I watch something a bit more formal, that's more focused. Uh, but what I like to present is something more casual, something just uh, thought provoking, what I thought was interesting. And that's, that's kind of it. Um, I'm going to end it a bit early because we're about 53-ish minutes in. Um, but I, I want to take a, uh, I do want to take the rest of my Sunday off and uh, get this out. Um but yeah, I I appreciate it, uh, that you are listening, you know, and I um, I hope you guys are excited next uh, next time we'll we'll have a m- bit more of a comedy podcast with uh, me talking about the office and how it sucks with Courtney and Courtney defending the office and telling me how I suck. Um, it'll be really awesome. It'll be good. It'll be good. Kind of like a little debate. Kind of a uh, first guest on the show. And then if you also want to be a guest on the show, let me know. Um, it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, so this has, uh, been brain fart with Ta Tariq. Uh, I'm Ta Tariq and today's the 10th of March, 2019. Uh, and I hope you guys have a nice day.